0: go Where the fire serves cold, with the rules and the hawks, never shiver in the snow. The Bulls keep it running, the socks run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. who Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome,
1: welcome. Welcome to Chicago, coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is a TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Episode 55 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingcode.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off your entire order that is true fan 15 to get go get your official tcsf shirts now go get them as always, I'm Big Z, and I'm here with my boy, the man, the myth, the legend, what a B.
2: What's good, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you are a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans, and click on that little support button, and you can give us your money, Z. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) what kind of accent was that the money accent there you go all right let me tell you a little bit about our friends over at acsi with over 50 expert technicians in the chicagoland area acsi offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring whether residential cable installation fiber to the home or commercial structured cable wiring z let me tell you the most impressive thing about acsi during these hard times the the acsi crew did their thing during during the COVID 19 pandemic and acsi was awarded hasia's 2020 contractor of the year award the best part is that acsi is growing bigger and better than ever acsi is now hiring for field sales technicians and project managers check out acsi.tech that's acsi.tech and click on careers to apply today Go get you a job. Go do it. Yo, check it out. This week, we bring back a fan favorite, a good friend of ours, and our guest co-host today. And he's also, just to throw this in there, he is a manic lebron james lover our boys mike logic is in the house what up mike what up mike i see you guys got jokes
3: oh yeah hey, every day we, twice we. Take, on sunday Taking shots day. at a billionaire who's got private <laughs> rocket money if he
2: chooses so no, no sir we're we're taking shots, shots at, at you. you not at lebron <laughs> no <laughs> at least at least he didn't bring the ColecoVision vision with his picture out right at this look time. I, you oh know, man i'm surprised you guys were
3: able to pull me away from my very very busy Sunday schedule. Oh yeah, I had to turn down a different podcast to Was be it? here with you guys. I just want to let you know the sacrifices I make to be here. Yeah, well, so that, I hope you appreciate it.
2: It, it. The same sacrifices LeBron James makes every time he flops. Is, are you flopping on us? Are yeah, you, it's uh, good. To, it's good to see you guys. Though, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, boys, check it out. We had another great guest today. Justin Porter runs the lacrosse school and rotten apples of lacrosse. And you can also find him at the lacrosse school on twitter and also rotten apples lax and you can also check him out on youtube destroying his competition with his rap battles oh yeah so what's good boys how are you doing
1: how was your week dude i uh, just got back from milwaukee i went over on friday uh with my boy her He had about 70 white Sox fans oh man uh we had a Takisa.
2: is that all of you guys
1: Don't worry, I'll fix that. I'll fix that in post. (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, we we took over that stadium, you know, uh, Chicago North, and uh, we Uh had a great time. No, we uh, we had a thank you. It's a cool stadium, it's a beautiful stadium, it's so much fun. No, what sucks about it, the only thing that sucks about it is that they don't have no AC.
2: You know what that sucks about it is that the Brewers play there, that's what I think. But hey, hey,
1: well, you can, can move the Cubs up there, go ahead. All
2: right, no, then. thank you. No, man, we had a taquisa. It was like all
1: you can eat tacos. Woo. Yeah, so, you know, Woo. your boy did some damage up there. Mm. <laughs> mm. You had some steak and al pastor tacos. Almost made me spit out the beer. Hey, don't waste it.
3: Any, any, any beria tacos? <laughs>
1: no, no, no. It was just simple, uh, you I know, al pastor. Say, and, and I, 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 say it
2: again. Beria. Birria. Birria. Sp- yeah.
1: Speaking of, well, my like it is here. My sister dropped off some, uh, um, uh, uh, what's your place Something kitchen Salud Salud kitchen Yeah And I was upset Because I opened the box She's like oh I got you some tacos I Like you got a knee I'm like cool And I opened the box And I'm like There's Bidia tacos in here." Oh I'm so excited I'm to see what Mike says It was just a chicken taco So disappointed I Can't believe it It was good that. It was good But I wanted to taste The bedia tacos You just wow.
2: got to go up there so, Sometimes if you want Something done right You got to do it you Damn, damn, do still. It you
1: damn- <laughs> <laughs> What up B what, What's good with you man
2: uh, Hey Hey uh, the AC is fixed. Thank you. The AC is fixed, ladies and gentlemen. We're, I had to. Pull we're all big my, boys
1: here, man. We can't be sweating all. I, the I, I, I,
2: I had to pull up my technician skills. Uh, we had the guy come out last week, and he wanted to charge me uh, like a stack, eleven hundred to you know do this, and he was like, "Oh, an extra two hundred to clean out the fan." I'm like, "Bro, I use a, a little screwdriver and a vacuum cleaner. I, do I can do it myself." Can you owe me two hundred right, bucks? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just ordered the part online, popped it in. We're good to go. Nice, nice and cooling here. So uh, you are welcome, sir.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank, yeah, thank
2: it you. Yeah, because was. YouTube it was a little, a yeah. little <laughs> voice last week yeah repairclinic.com. that's absolutely the, 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 the number one choice of all apt uh, appliance technicians is uh, tra- <laughs> repair clinic good to know it's dope they show you everything literally step by well, step he's not, he not, he not lying
1: yeah no, YouTube 100%. does everything for you now yeah
2: 100% so check it out this week we have a lot of great topics to talk about we have uh, Cubs trade bait finally coming back to the lineup the unretiring of a popular White Sox rookie I wonder who. <laughs> Brotherly love for the Blackhawks and Miller time is over on the lakefront. All that plus, of course, stirring the pot. But first, it's the big three with Big Z. Yes, sir. Thanks,
1: E Rock. I am Big Z and you're not. No, I'm not. Now for the stories of the week. All right, story number one. Uh oh. Fear the deer. The Milwaukee Bucks have won the NBA championship. Bucks and six. Uh, so,
2: no, 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 no. Don't even do it. Don't <laughs> even do it.
1: You change your stuff like three times. No. no.
2: No, I changed it once. I changed it once, and I was correct. So, uh, hey, what did they say? If at first you don't you don't succeed, try again. And I did, and yeah, I Yeah, the sun so
1: shines you. on a dog's ass once a day. Well, too. the
2: suns are not shining right now because they're at home without a title. <laughs> yeah, Giannis just, did his thing. Just, hey, Mike, what, what, fair, what?
3: Fear the deer is just the least intimidating slogan of all time
1: it started uh during i think was it 2012 2013 no 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 i'm sorry about 2014 2015 i went up there for the bulls playoffs bucks uh uh, uh, bulls and there was like towels everywhere yeah because the deer i was like that is the stupidest (laughs) thing because deer get shot deer get run over by by
2: semi trucks (laughs) i'm not what what is there to fear about a deer
3: you're not usually in fear of a deer
2: they're, they're fearful of everyone else Well if you drive down Forest Preserve The deer there are there all the time and, I, and it was funny because I literally just shut down someone On Facebook last week Because like oh look at this beautiful majestic deer And I'm like it's a rat with hooves What are you talking about <laughs> are he, you get, serious? he gets
3: off on this stuff He, he gets off on shutting yeah. people down <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. yeah, hey, hey if you're good at it it's fun. If you're not, then you just, just give
3: them the facts, Eddie. Just just, just, just facts. Oh, people hate that. All right, Mike. People hate
1: that. Intrigue us with the uh, with the facts of the NBAs.
3: Uh, well, the facts is my prediction was absolutely wrong. <laughs> I had I had the Suns in six. I had the Suns in four. <laughs> yeah. I, I just didn't believe that that Giannis could could get it done, and I I still thought you know when the series was going on it was going to come down to him needing to hit a big shot for them, yep. you know your best player. Usually the one that hit the big shots for you. It's not always the case. It wasn't like, a big right, shot. It right. was a big dunk. Yeah. Dude, that that, that whole.
1: It changed the momentum Holliday, of the series.
3: Holiday got the steal, right? Comes down, throws the lob to Giannis. I mean, it, it was a huge. And it, Chris it,
1: Paul with a dirty play that no one talks about. That was a push in the air. That is a yeah. dirty yeah. play. Chris Paul's a dirty player. There's yes. no getting around that.
3: Yes. I mean, but, but Giannis, I mean, the whole series he showed out.
2: Yeah, you did. I mean, this is a guy that we talk about potentially a lot in the last couple of years being the best player in the NBA mm-hmm. because of we're lucky. We're and. Say whatever you want about LeBron. He's very—he has all the accolades, he has all the titles. He's a you know a, a Olympic gold medal winner, MVP, all this stuff. You know, multiple, multiple NBA championships. But we know for a fact that he's on a decline. He's getting older, so right. we're looking towards the future. Who are the next stars of the NBA? Who's going to take the mantle? And and you got Luca. You got Luca, and you got Giannis, and 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 we and have been looking. It's at the him Giannis for a while. era right now. No, when yeah, the people 100%. were like, "Oh,
1: Luca's better," I'm like, "Yeah, but Luca doesn't play defense.
2: L- Luka's a better." Offensive player, I'm taking Giannis over Luka. I am but you're,
1: but uh, you know, as a, as a person that's going to take over the mantra, you want somebody who can play both, right? Yeah, LeBron can play both when he wants to.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, he, he, when he wants to, he can be a very good defensive player, but right. he has to have that want. Now, I mean, you have to get out into it every single time. You can't just be like that. And that's, I think that's Luka's the got a long thing. way to go. I yeah. mean, Luka be, does have a long way to go when it comes to defense, people but see the big numbers he really he, good. Yeah,
3: people see the numbers he puts up, and he's got a long way to go. His efficiency still has to get better. But back to Giannis. How impressed were you guys with his closeout performance? 50 points, 14 rebounds, 5 blocks, 2 assists, and I know he went 17 for 19 from the free throw line. You, you, he, can't, you can't do
2: much better than that. He said,
1: Milwaukee, jump on my back. I got y'all.
2: I got. And he I sure got, did. I got one word for that, and that's clutch. Yes. A clutch player that took his team while scoring 50 points to win their first championship mm-hmm. since, in, uh, 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 what, 1970, whatever. Fifty years, Mm -hmm. fifty years since they won, and then he went and scored fifty points in the in the game winning game or Mm -hmm. the the game winning uh, series winning game, and then he went to Chick Fil A and ordered fifty sandwiches, fifty nuggets.
1: No sandwiches, they're like mini sandwiches.
2: I thought it was nuggets. No, gave me a fifty piece.
1: No, it's fifty of mini. They're mini sandwiches.
2: Either way, Chick Fil A can kick rocks. I don't like. I don't. I don't mess with Chick Fil A for whole 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 different reasons. Yeah. So I mean, but so i don't know what their food is when he's up i'm like yeah. i could have swore that i heard the thing where I, he said 50 piece, but i mean yeah you know i could have been thinking yeah. about 50 cent but either way
1: he was a man of the people he showed up he hadn't slept he yes, took he yes. had both trophies with him because he was like yeah I, I it feels like a dream and this is this is what makes it reality this, yes. this, the hardware yeah,
3: yeah, and seeing the scenes of him after he won the title, you you, you can't help but fall in love with, with, with the guy, the basketball player of Giannis. Of course. He's and he, crying. And he came could, from nothing. You, you could tell how much it meant to him to yeah, win this title. The kid came well, from
2: nothing. It's that, and he, he, like you said, he was driving around with the two trophies. He yeah. was like, these are my bodyguards, and they're not leaving my side. Yeah. But I, I think it's kind of ironic when we're talking about CP3 with the fact that Giannis and both his brothers – our nba champions before cp3 yeah. how do you like
3: that CP3's not winning title.
2: and that's i mean like Ouch. you could say you could think whatever you want about cp3 uh i will give him a lot of props for going into phoenix a team we're like phoenix that's really where you're signing right. and he took them to the i mean like yeah, yeah Devin booker ayton was very good uh until the finals but you you talk about the fact that a veteran came in there boosted up the young guys and they made their way to the finals granted you had a lot of injuries. And the same thing can be said about Milwaukee because yeah. Milwaukee had to play a bunch of teams that like half, half of the East was out, half of the West was out. Le- LeBron was out early because, uh, because of uh, AD. Okay, mm-hmm. they didn't have enough firepower in L. A. The 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 Warriors were out because they they play that one in game uh one uh, that playing play game, game and right and they yeah. lost to the Lakers then right. so I mean like all the dominoes were starting to fall and everything was in place for for CP three to finally get his championship and he couldn't get it done so so sad too bad so no while we're mind.
3: talking about CP three I want to ask you guys if you're Phoenix you're the Phoenix brass you can't pay CP three over 40, 40 million.
1: million no way no way hopefully no.
3: he opts out
1: he's gonna opt on and go to like what the Lakers.
3: That and that doesn't make sense to me either. I don't like the idea of him and LeBron sharing the court together because both of them need the ball in their hands. They hand. need because, because you don't they're want CP3 to be a spot up shooter. No, well, look in, look what not.
1: they have in in, uh, in Jersey or I'm sorry Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Uh, you know they have all ball hogs. All three of them.
2: Uh, th- I think the phrase is. Uh, too many cooks? That's what it is right yeah. there. There's too many cooks in so the many kitchen, cooks. ladies and gentlemen. All right, story number two. The
1: COVID effect. Uh-oh. Ooh. A Minnesota Vikings assistant has left the team after refusing to get the coronavirus vaccine. Sources told ESPN. Also offensive line coach Rick Dennison left the team after choosing not to get vaccinated and his job um
2: and his job's already been filled. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, next man up.
2: Yeah, good for you. Uh, so again, so sad. Too bad. Go home. We don't need you. If you don't want to follow the rules, then you can get out of here. Yeah. I mean, because like, your
1: employer says you have to do something. If you don't like it, then you can go somewhere else.
2: When does the government ever give you free medicine? No one. You never get free medicine. Go and get your damn and shot. All those they, conspiracy theories, like oh, they don't get free medicine for diabetes. I I just I don't understand. They're trying to stop a global pandemic, and now we're seeing the, the numbers go up with the Delta variant. Yep. Get your shot. They also they also came out and says uh, a a big part of that um, you had another coach from the Boston uh, yeah Boston.
1: Jim McBride of yeah. Boston uh, Jim McBride of the Boston Globe reported on Friday that Cole Popovich not related to Coach Popovich yeah uh, who was a co offensive line coach with Carmen Brasilio. yeah hey, three for three today hey. damn. In 2020, won't be back in it with the team on 2021. The 36-year-old 30 Popovich has been on the Patriots in 2015, serving first as a coaching assistant and then an assistant running backs coach in 2019 before shifting to the offensive line last season to help replace the retired Dante Son of a Biscuit, Dante Skarnet. Sc- what Scarnecia? Scarnecia.
2: Scarnecia.
1: All right, Scarnecia. Those Boston names.
2: So now you got two coaches already opting out Yeah, where I think uh, DeAndre Hopkins came out on Twitter and says that this is, you know, he said something that he got roasted on Twitter and then yeah. he came out with a thing that says freedom with a question mark. So there's there are players in the league that have been opposed to getting the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. But guess what? NFL says that if your team, they, the NFL wants every team to be, be at least 80% fully right. vaccinated. Just like baseball, one. right. Number two, they basically said that if you're not vaccinated and you're there's an outbreak of COVID in your locker room because of this, you forfeit. And, and, other, and yeah, you don't get paid. You don't get paid. And now here's the crappy That's thing. That's the risk you take. The other team will get the win. They get a word the win, but they also don't get a game check because they don't play a game. So now, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: You got 106
2: people on, on the field pissed off at you. Yeah, so, I mean, look, uh, go and get your shot. It's free, guys. Go and get it. I mean, mm-hmm. we're getting to the point where they're, because of the variants, they're stopping some of the mass vaccination sites and going to smaller communities. So it's still out there. And I promise you, I promise you, your team doctor can get you a COVID vaccine. So take care of yourself. Get it done. Get your paper. Get your generational wealth. And stop messing around. Mm-hmm.
3: See, I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I am an advocate for actually getting the vaccine. So I'm vaccinated. However, I understand from the standpoint of people who don't trust this, don't understand what what could happen to them or, you know, what the side effects could Well, you okay. know what the side effects would be. You know where I'm going with this, though. Like, to not know what this thing is going to do let to me, you I, I'm in gonna, the long run. And I
2: know, I know exactly what you're trying to say. And let me counter with this. And, and I'm going to tell this. I This came directly from the Conan O'Brien podcast. Oh, boy. Okay. One thing that – and I agree with this 100% what he said. I don't understand – and people – we are. This is 2021, okay? Literally within the last week, two guys shot up to, to the moon or like halfway up to the moon, okay? Mm-hmm. We have technology. You are perfectly fine. You hate science. Science doesn't make sense, okay? I, I don't know what they're doing to us. But you take a, a little tiny uh, uh PC computer and put it in your pocket and put it up to your face and sit on that thing all day. This is science, guys. That's mm-hmm. how science works. They figured this out. They figured it out. So you're gonna tell me that you trust that science? You don't know what that's doing to your brain. That for, I all, don't we know. Know, right. for all we know, that's it been messes Michael. up your eyes. Right? You know what I mean? Like you, but you that, that, trust that's, science that's every day.
3: That's a choice. That's a choice. Just
2: like everyone the, the has. Everyone has a cell phone. Ninety-nine. You understand yes. what I'm saying? Oh wait. You trust so this? This that you don't? You can't understand the concept there, of what this
3: science is. If you look at
1: it, it is. doesn't make
2: any end. sense.
1: You're, you're eating food that is governed yes. by the government That's saying this is what what's legally.
2: Yeah, but this is what's legally allowable. Uh, right. A uh, certain amount of, like, rat crap is okay. Right. in a hot dog. Crackers. Right, You know what I mean? Like- yeah, yeah,
1: read the jungle. How about you read the jungle? All right, we'll, uh, we're going to continue with story number two. Uh, on a side note, New York Jets assistant, Coach Greg Knapp, yeah. uh, died he, uh, five days after being involved in a bicycle crash. A bicycle, not a motorcycle, a Mm-mm. bicycle crash. Uh, the Knapp... Not- family announced last week he was 58 uh, he was nicknamed the napper he was called back home to uh, to heaven where he was reunited with his dad his family said in a statement uh nap began his coaching career in 1997 as a low-level offensive assistant for the san francisco 49ers he forged a tight bond with steve young steve yeah. okay oh, there you go steve young and remained and uh, the two remained close nap also coached for atlanta falcons in two different stints Oakland Radios uh, Raiders, not the Radios. <laughs> Radio, in uh, two different senses as well. Seattle Seahawks, Houston, Texas, Boston, uh, Boston, Denver Broncos. Never. Yeah, uh, either either as a quarterback coach or offensive coordinator, he helped with the Broncos win the Super Bowl uh, as a quarterback coach with. Peyton Manning.
2: Yeah, he w- he was part of the uh, coordinating uh, uh coach with Super Bowl 50 when Peyton Manning went over to the Broncos and won that Super Bowl. He was also a part of their uh, record-breaking uh, season where uh, Manning threw a bunch of touchdowns. It's terrible. Um, It's it's a really sad story. He was you know on his bicycle, and he got hit by a truck, and, and he never really came out of it. So yeah. Yeah, condolences, to family, um, and, and condolences to the family and condolences to NFL because it sounds like he was very well-loved.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, story number three, and Eddie's going to love this one. (laughs) Here we go. The Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, (laughs) Guardians of of MLB. I
3: am Cleveland. (laughs) There's going to be a group mascot. Yeah,
1: I mean, that'd be awesome. The Cleveland uh, Indians are no more as of next year. Mm -hmm. They'll be now known as the Cleveland Guardians. The name stems from the Guardians, uh, was long considered as one of the favorites, Chosen for the new name as an homage to the Guardians of Traffic that took, uh, they look over Hope Memorial Bridge just outside Progressive Field. So there's big, two big statues on a bridge, right. and that's what they named the team after.
2: Yeah, there was a whole uh, video that came out, Tom Hanks, who is apparently a big Cleveland Indians fan. Oh. I did not know that. I uh, had no idea he was. I mean, whatever. You're a fan of where you're a fan of. A fan He's Dugan. Whatever. So, but... <laughs> <laughs> there's no grain in baseball <laughs> so uh but look uh it's jimmy hey, dugan congrats don't get the clap congrats uh, to the avoid Coug- <laughs> avoid the clap yeah.
3: sign jimmy dugan
2: yep congrats to the cleveland no longer indians for getting rid of the name chief yeah. wahoo was, was retired a couple years ago uh-huh. rightfully so um you know washington football team is still sitting out there without a name and but but again this is the right thing to do yes you don't have to like the name agree but it had to be done
3: i was gonna say this name looks just a little less offensive than the cleveland indians yeah the guardians just by looking at social media people are just up in arms about this name like i'm not up in arms about the name I, I
2: just i thought that the logo could have had more effort i mean i, I don't have a problem with what they did I mean, th- this is, and we were just talking about this a little bit earlier i mean yeah. You know you're talking about? It looks like a minor league logo. Well, everything. It, it's just, no, it looks, it looks lesser like, than a minor league it logo. It looks like a, a logo that you, How? where do you think these logos are coming from? My my point, what I was was telling you uh, before mm-hmm. the show, was that you're comparing these with logos that have been around and implanted in your brain for 50 years, for, uh, and they've been around for 100 years. Even if there's a uh, the sports logo page you go on, uh, on uh, it's Chris Creamer's sports logos, which is awesome, because I would go there all the time to see the history of logos. Mm-hmm.
3: What'd you yeah. say about Krispy creams Yeah.
2: Oh, I know you're hungry, bro. <laughs> yeah. I know you're hungry. That's what... You, it sounded like you said crispy creams. I know. You got excited. But um, but yeah, I mean, like, we're comparing this to, like, more, some of the most... Cl- especially in Chicago, some of the most classic and iconic uh, logos of all time. So, I mean, I, yeah. I don't have any problem with it, man. I really don't. Like
3: Cleveland can't compete with Chicago when it, it comes... It to doesn't matter. It's Ohio. Leg.
1: It's Ohio. The mistake by yeah. the lake. Who see, the, cares? See,
2: the way that you feel about Ohio is how I feel about Wisconsin, so... I mean, I'm I'm glad for Deanna, and we could, and we could throw Iowa in there too. Y- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I, like I said, I mean
3: one of the greatest things that. Uh, Cleveland sports has ever had besides, you know, the championship with Brian and Kyrie. Of course. Uh, it is major league, the movie. The movie major yeah. league. Yes, yes. That is yeah. Besides that, what else is
2: But Cleveland? I but I saw people immediately like, Oh, better go get all your chief Chief Wahoo gear. I, maybe don't. Just let How that, about you don't. Let it go away. What let it, what, let what it if, it just go away? What if I wear a Caucasian hat? How about that? that? Would you like that? that? Was great. I wanna say who who was that from Jones. Jones with the yeah. Caucasians with a yeah. little Richie Rich mask. I, hey and people got upset about that i almost bought one. I almost oh bought i, I kind of do too to be honest you yeah. know what i mean just Why not? just as a jab but th- but that's what i'm saying like you're upset. it's not cool to do that so to you're, people you're upset about like a logo that like it is racist it's very hell. racist, it's racist and it's so like factually interact- inaccurate because the only reason that the name indians came about when talking about a native right. american right. culture right. is because columbus is, is an God idiot didn't know where the hell he was no he's an idiot you're not from india they're not from india it, what, it, what the it's hell?
3: just unnecessary and i'm glad that things are changing slowly the about, guard, the guard is changing
2: about damn time That's the right. guardians have changed see you got Dang. it <laughs> all right all right y'all let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors
1: welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock and Big Z and Mike Logic hey This is the loop, our Chicago sports roundup, where we keep you in the loop.
2: This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome. Welcome to Chicago.
4: Welcome to Chicago.
1: This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Yo, E, what's going on with the Bears? The beloved.
2: You ready now? I'm ready now. (laughs) What's going on with the Bears? (laughs) The beloved Chicago Bears trade away former second round pick Anthony Miller. Oh no! Miller time is over. No more broken shoulders and missed catches. And uh, yeah, Um, it's it's an interesting move. I feel like we kind of knew it was happening. I I haven't got details on what they're getting back yet. Um, but it's, it's a, a low sw- level it's a, pick It's
1: a swap of a pick Of a low level pick That's yeah, all it so is So
2: right now We're looking at Allen Robinson As your starter uh, You Mooney. still have uh, Mooney You have uh, Marquise uh, Goodwin, Goodwin yeah. There's a couple of guys Whims is still there yeah. So um I, there's a couple of guys that they drafted so it's going to be an interesting time to see what they're going to do with that wide receiver position because now you have to find a friend for justin fields okay you got to be able to have someone that's going to be his number one go-to whether it's cole Komet as a security blanket yeah, look. alan robinson and i think we really have to see what's going to happen in this training camp because that's coming up soon um but i think end of the month is when they all have to be there um the the first uh the first wave has started to report. It's like next week already? Wow! Yeah, right. So I mean, we really need to see what's going to happen in this. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, hopefully Justin and Cole are connected at the hip right now, and they're yeah, just, they're becoming like stepbrothers. <laughs> stepbrothers. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much room for activities. Playing with, each other, playing with each other's drum sets, you know. Hey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but but look There, there is um, Yeah, Riley Ridley's on this team uh, They got that, that uh, Can we j-
3: see Riley Ridley this year?
2: No Jesus No, nope, <sighs> nope, because you know why? Because he's, ter- he's nothing like his brother His brother is way, 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 way better than him So, look uh, It's going to be interesting Like I said Figuring out who is going to be his number one Who is going to be the guy that he clicks with Because even if Allen Robinson stays You know, with the Bears after next year Then uh, what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Like is he going to be the guy that that he links up with that helps Justin Fields along? Because the Bears got to make sure that that is their guy.
1: Yeah, the Bears actually do need more more than one receiver to count on. We've seen what happens when you'll have one receiver.
2: You need you you need more than one, but you have to have a number one. You no, know what I'm saying, you know what I'm but
1: saying? Not, we get to have more than one guy to count on. That's what we've always had is just one guy to count on. You're
2: right. And look, hey, they go back. Uh, like I was, I was saying earlier, July 20th through the 30th is going to be their their training camp. Um, There's going to be a few fans are going to allow in there. There's going to be about 14 open practices starting from July 29th to August 25th. So the fans are going to get a good eye firsthand, a good Mm -hmm. look at what Justin Fields really looks like. And then we can really decide if it should be Justin Fields or Andy Dalton starting.
3: Well, it sucks it's ended like this for Anthony Miller because he showed great promise. And he just kind of just didn't live up to his potential a high a high second round draft pick
2: yeah i mean well you, you talk about promise and i promise you that we're going to forget about him real quick. yeah who exactly exactly so hey don't forget we also got daz Newsom.
5: yeah yeah daz,
2: daz He he broke his collarbone but he should be coming back soon so heal up young man yeah absolutely yo e what's up with that hockey uh
3: but hey as they say
4: in hockey Let's
2: do that hockey. Oh, yeah, baby. It's time to do that hockey. Seth Jones was traded to the Chicago Blackhawks by the Columbus Blue Jackets last week for Adam Bovequist and three draft picks. The Blue Jackets received a first-round pick, number 12, and a second-round pick. Uh, number 44 in the 2021 NHL draft and a first-round pick in the 2022 or 2023 Three. NHL draft for the defenseman. Jones immediately signed uh, to an eight-year, $76 million contract extension. Uh, Seth Jones requested a trade to the Blackhawks after his younger brother, Caleb, was traded a few days earlier. So we kind of knew about this. Yeah, we we, we had talked it. about it last week. Good for them. Like Brotherly love. They wanted to be on the same team together. Um, I want to say uh, The Blackhawks also drafted A player whose brother Kirby Dock's little brother No the, way Yeah Kirby Dock's little brother Was drafted on the Blackhawks again Because they just They just had the uh, um, The draft the, the, the NHL draft So mm-hmm. hey Brotherly love all over the Blackhawks And uh, good for them Sounds like uh, kind of what the Bucks are doing over there Do the hockey <laughs> <laughs> So this is this is something that I didn't want to mention uh, okay. Last week Uh Something we had actually touched on when we were talking about professional players before. Uh, Nashville Predators prospect Luke Prokop came out a couple weeks ago. He is the first active player under contract uh, in NHL to come out as gay. Uh, He came out and said, it's been quite the journey to get to this point in my life, but I could not be happier with my decision to come out. Uh, He's only 19 years old. He's only 19. He's a young kid. Wow. Um, he said from a young age I've dreamed of being an NHL, play, NHL player And I believe that living my authentic life Will allow me to bring my whole self to the rink And improve my chances Of fulfilling his dreams The um, Of my dreams The the Preds have come out fully in support Of course. It's great. this kid it's great. Absolutely.
3: You shouldn't have to live your life in the shadows
2: You shouldn't have to live your life in the shadows Very well put one of the things we talked about is that this matters until it doesn't yep. matter yep. anymore. more. If you want to know hey, why put that I on keep the shirt. bringing this up. Put that on a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we can, we can do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is my point every time. Like, I, I've heard people when the uh, the NFL player from uh, from Vegas came mm-hmm. out and said, why does that? Because. Because until it doesn't matter, it matters. All right? right. Because it hasn't been normalized. No. No. Right. And and that's the thing So congrats to this young kid He's a prospect He's a young guy 19 years old He's going to be able to Start his NHL NHL career Living his true life and Living his, his so Just be able to play real Right That, that
1: weight play. off his shoulders He's yeah. like yeah. I just got to play hockey I don't got to worry yeah. about anything else
2: Yeah absolutely Absolutely yeah. Alright man What's going on with the other side Of the building And the Chicago Bulls
1: Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Thank God we have Mike Logic here to set us straight because Zach (laughs) Levine was finally cleared under the COVID health protocols and headed to Tokyo to join the U.S. Olympic team. Unfortunately, they lost to France in their first game. (laughs) It was the first UNS men's loss in Olympic play since they started using NBA players in 1992 Summer Olympics in barcelona
2: i think they i think they did win i think they did lose in oh four yeah when when i think uh, argentina beat uh u.s team oh the ginobili team yes there you go 2004
3: it was like a 25 game streak
2: yeah because pop okay pop was the coach then and you saw him like hugging on ginobili like man get away from me
1: (laughs) (laughs) well this 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 comes to like we were talking uh, off air you have a bunch of aau products that have joined the NBA And when they lose They join the winning team And now you have A bunch of players That are ball hungry They they, they dominate the ball yeah. So they don't know How to play A different role
2: Right I mean the, the thing is Is that we One of the main things To realize Is that this is a team Full of really good players uh, well, th- this is a roster full of re- really good players, but yes. it's not a team. It's not no, it's not a team. a team yet. No, and and a lot of these guys, I think, I want to say Devin Booker, was just got there like 1 a.m. the day of the game. You know what I mean? Like so, uh, you got uh, uh, the the other thing that we were t- we were talking about was that like, what what is the reason why Team USA is struggling against the international play?
3: Well, I think a lot of it has to do with just. Just pieces and cohesion and chemistry. Mm-hmm. A lot of those guys play year round. I think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's a real team. Like this is just pieces for a team. Yeah. And just to give you guys context, France beat USA today, eighty-three to seventy-six. I should say Sunday morning, eighty-three to seventy-six. And look at the box score. Like the box score is kind of bewildering, if you will. <laughs> Good
1: word, then. Kevin
3: Durant. He went Kevin one, Wayne Durant? He went Kevin one Wayne for Durant. six from the three and he scored ten points. Ten points against Team yeah. France. And
1: you're the alpha dog of the team.
3: You're supposed to be the best player in the world. Right.
2: Yeah. You, uh, no, come on. It's He's it's Tim or, or Giannis. He's supposed to it, be. It's one Remember and two. That. I I I never understood when someone said that Kevin Durant was the best player. Like I I never when was he ever better than LeBron? I don't remember that. Did I miss that? I
3: mean, you can make an argument.
2: I mean, my argument is because that he's never his, been better than LeBron, scoring, and I do like His scoring LeBron ability,
3: like that. he's picked up his defense. He in is the, past the most
1: talented NBA he's player. He's one of
3: the most talented NBA players.
2: no does seen.
1: he does he do it? Does he? No, not on the night no. He can be
2: he can be as talented as you want, but he was never at any point better than LeBron. I'm sorry, there was never a time point in time where he was better than LeBron.
1: Well, that one championship.
2: It, he was surrounded by other players, and 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 I wasn't mad at him when he went to Golden State. I was no. like, hey go hey if you want to win and you know how to win go win that's what it is you know what i mean that's what that's that NBA. goes to my point
1: they're all aau players
2: like oh my team like didn't win i'm gonna roster. go play on your team now They're a roster but not a team and that, and that's the thing the other thing too is that you know we look at a, a, across the the olympics across the world a lot of these but we, we who are the best two players in the nba right now
1: not us yeah. born
2: right they're not us players nope. it's, it's luca and Giannis. those are the best two I, I mean I think these are going to be the guys that are going to be the best players in, in from now until ten years from now. These are the best players in the NBA. These these are guys. These are going to be the guys that like blow everyone out of the water. That's my opinion. Durant, no no no. I Durant said, is yeah.
3: either one or two right now. Absolutely not.
2: No. Oh no no. You don't no. you you think Durant? Hold on. Is- First of all, how old is Durant? Thirty-one or thirty-two. Okay, thirty-one or thirty-two in ten years, he'll be forty-one or forty-two. He has maybe two or three good years, if that. Where yeah, where you're like, oh, he's that he's a top-five player, but Giannis, he's also and been injured Luca, too,
3: so that might that might come into play. Giannis
2: yeah. and Luca are by far going to be the yeah, stars there, there, of the there's league. There's a
3: there's a different era coming. We're in the yes. Giannis Giannis era right now. Yeah,
2: hundred percent. I think, yeah, I think Gian, the Giannis right era has behind. arrived. And, and 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 Giannis, hey. He paid his dues. He went from that skinny kid that someone so, well, someone said that, oh, if you're, if you're lucky, if you play hard, you can be Nick Batoon. And he was like, if I'm going to be Nick Batoon, I'm going to get out of the league. I'm coming
3: back to His Greece. coach yeah.
2: said that to him. If you play hard and you and you you know eat your vegetables, you might be this guy. And he's like, screw that guy. If I'm that guy, I'll jump off a bridge. That's how he <laughs> felt about that. And that shows you work ethic, and that shows you want to, and that shows you Drive. why you have a guy who just won. The first championship for the Bucks in the last fifty years.
3: Well, Nick Batum helped France beat the USA. Nobody team.
2: cares <laughs> about Nick Batum. Stop talking about. He's had a, I, he's had a decent I re- career. I already I already regret saying his name because I'm like oh I gotta boy. go get some stuff. Made smoke. a lot of
3: money. He's he's played a bunch. of But who of seasons. cares?
2: Like you know what I mean? Like he's he, had a career. He's had a career. Fine, fine. I would I, w- I would
3: take Nick Batum's career. So would we because we're yeah. amateurs.
2: Yeah. That. That's that's silly as hell to say. Like I would take Eric Eric Sogar's career in the the MLB because I got to the show. You know what I mean? I'm just
3: saying. Like, put some respect on Nick Batum's name. Put some
2: respect on Nick Batum compared to Giannis. That's my point. Is that Giannis says that if I'm gonna, if that's the highest I can play, I might as well go, you know, dig ditches or shovel coal or something because that's (laughs) terrible. Like that's the highest you think I can get. That's bad. That's bad. And you see what he did. My
3: point is Nick Batum's not a scrub. That's all. No, no, you're in
1: the NBA. You're better than 99% of the people out here.
3: I just want people to understand that. Nick Batum is by no means a scrub. Oh, I love neither, him. Neither is Jared Dudley, but that's... Oh, no, I remember when people here. were
1: challenging uh, uh, Scalabrini, and
2: then he went out uh, in, the, in the court and just schooled a bunch of players. Let me explain something to you. Just because you qualify for an NBA roster doesn't mean you're not a scrub. You're still... You're, you know what I mean? Like, you're he, the 1% of the 1%. Right. You're like... you're. You, at, the, at most, he's been a mid-level player. Good for him. But, I mean, like... Talking about put respect. Nobody put nobody cares about that guy. I don't care about that guy. Rudy Gobert, sure. Give me Rudy Gobert. And and Just tell don't me. let him touch your mic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Stay Mike. Away. Look at that mic. Hey, hey, don't hey, touch our mic. Hey. Word hey. hey. wordplay. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I I think the main point here is that one of the reasons that USA Basketball is gonna struggle is because of the fact that right now your two up and coming best players who are gonna be the stars of the league, the future of the league, are not American-born players. And that happened well, because-
1: the league, the league has caught up because of the 92 Olympics. That that dream team spawned yep. the world to basketball. Yep. And guess what? Now you have a diverse NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, like, what does Popovich do? He, he, he literally drafts across seas all the time. Yeah.
3: 100%. Yeah, he wants
2: Larry Marketing.
3: Yeah, Popovich wants Larry Marketing. Because, See ya. because who is gonna, he'll make him a better player. That's what and I'm we'll saying. We'll take the if, Murray in a if there, trade.
2: If there is one player that's going to ma- or one coach that's going to make Larry Marketing much better, it's if be that's Pop. the place where he fits, yeah. it's going to be the Spurs. Yeah. Because Pop is very good yeah, with international players and tall, and big men. Mm-hmm. He's just that's what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hey, look, um I hope For Zach's sake That they can do good In these uh, In these Olympics Well the
3: good news for them Is their pool's not that tough No They got
1: Iran They got got Iran coming up And then I think they got check
3: Check And Kevin Durant's not gonna score 10 points again He's gonna do better than that Damian Lillard had 11 Zach Levina, eight. Those are all guys who average over 25 points per game.
2: Mm-hmm. Dane was a big reason why they lost that game because he slipped at the very end. We, we just saw that replay. Because yeah, we we, they played it early. You know what You know what really kind of pissed me off, though, is because I went to go watch the game, and it was like, oh, you can only watch it if you have Peacock Premium. I was like, what the hell? But because I have Comcast, I clicked on it, and it streamed. It, it wasn't on a regular channel. It had no. to, I had to stream it yes. this morning when it was mm-hmm. live. And and they, the reason one of the reasons they do that is because they want to show it later on recorded yeah so you can watch that yeah so you can essentially watch the game and when they know there's going to be more eyes on the tv because they're Mm -hmm. in tokyo they're like you know they're all backwards they're on the other side they're forward yeah yeah
3: Yeah, they're a day ahead of us yeah yeah they're forward not backwards look
2: um Uh hey what if we're forward they're backwards and vice versa good for you japan congratulations Well, let's just hope
3: the usa team straightens out the little kinks they need to well, playing playing defense would be one of them. That
2: would help. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Being a team, and and again, like again, this is jet lag. This is I flew halfway across the world. Ooh. I did want to
3: point out some Zach Levine and Kevin Durant are getting very chummy. So maybe you know sooner than later, Kevin Durant decides he wants to play in Chicago.
1: What you, he'll be thirty eight at that point. N- yeah,
3: he's 30, 31, 32 right now. He's got how
1: long is his contract?
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's don't like know. four years, five years. That injury doesn't count, does it? And I'm sure, but I'm sure there's an app down. I'm sure there's a, a player option.
1: I, I I don't want an old beaten man.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like when they got Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Dude, if, you put Ke- old... if
3: you put Kevin Durant on this team that there right now now yes they are a title contender now.
1: Oh, absolutely now they, they were currently. I mean, they still need a couple I mean, three point shooters off the bench, which they don't have.
2: The Bulls. Let me tell you something. The Bulls have. This is going to be a very interesting uh, uh, next. I don't know how a couple of months because. Yeah. The Bulls really don't have the assets to go after anyone in a the trade.
1: They have to move a bunch of pieces. I just don't
3: think you guys value Kevin Durant the same, the same way I do. You don't see him. this. He, he's <laughs> here's the easily thing. one of the top three players. It's not even. But he can't stay on but, the
1: floor. That's but, the biggest thing.
3: Okay, I, I but, agree. injury Top three
2: player. Here's the thing is that we're at the point where there's so many good players in the NBA that your numbers are arbitrary. You're basically like I, because you like Kevin Durant right now. Who who's better than Kevin Durant? Who's better than Kevin Durant in the league?
3: The only one you can argue is Giannis. That's the only LeBron's one. LeBron's
2: not better than Kevin Durant. LeBron, the biggest LeBron nah. lover I've ever met. You're gonna tell me that right now LeBron is not better than I Kevin Durant. I would say Durant? Kevin Durant right now. You're insane. You're insane. You're insane. You're insane. Who's a better shooter? He doesn't... Kevin Durant. Who's a better passer? LeBron. Who's a better defender? Kevin Durant. Alright, I think it's time. time. Father time (laughs) has caught up with LeBron. It was
3: on it was on display. I know LeBron averaged like twenty-five points per game. How old is LeBron? Thirty-six. He's gonna be thirty-seven.
1: Yeah, you know that all too well. (laughs) Same. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with three up and three down after a word from our sponsors.
2: (laughs) This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke, and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand in hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is three up and three down. I
5: think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strike, drop.
1: Yo E, what's going on with the Cubbies?
2: Cubs, Cubs, Cubs. Uh, A little bit of moves here. Interesting. Um, It it feels like one move is related to the other. Oh, boy. Cubs designated second baseman Eric Sogard for assignment on the 23rd. And then on the 25th, they brought up David Bodie. He's finally back in the mix. Uh, Came out on Sunday and hit a home run. So it looks like he's kind of playing the way... When we talked about free-free agents for the White Sox, there is a couple of guys that are coming back for the Chicago Cubs, Bodie being one of them. Um, so Sogar got bote? Yeah. <laughs> he got kicked out. The other player that they brought back was uh, third baseman Matt Duffy. Mm-hmm. Patrick Wisdom has been playing that role. Matt Duffy was actually pretty good for the Cubs in the beginning of the season. Before he got hurt, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, you're getting back a couple of guys that – are uh, your, your utility role players mm-hmm. guys that we've had to fill roles for because they haven't had anyone Sergio Alcantra playing a lot of second base Patrick wisdom playing a lot of third base along with the you know the regular cast of uh characters over there so <laughs> uh Chris Bryant some yeah. somehow miraculously uh, he's okay now he's okay <laughs> oh boy yeah he returned to the lineup uh on Sunday after his fake hamstring injury uh look we're still waiting for that the, the other shoe to drop for these trades, we don't know where yeah. he's going to go, when he's going to go. Is it going to be to the Mets like we've been talking about before? We know that that's going to be the biggest trade chip for the Chicago Cubs aside from Kimbrough. From Kimbrel. So Kimbrough, like I said before, he can slide in anywhere. Right now, I think he'd be a good fit on somewhere like Boston. Boston Red Sox because mm-hmm. now they're really battling it out with the Rays. The Rays just made a trade for Nelson Cruz, so they're right now tied for first as of today. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens specifically with KB and Kimbrell and see what they can uh, get back for him. One question that uh, I'd like to pose to you. Oh, boy. Now we talk about the core four, uh, Rizzo, Javi, Contreras, and Bryant, Mm -hmm. right? Will Contreras still be with the Cubs after the trade deadline?
1: I think so. I think that's especially because he's uh, he has arbitration still. Yeah. Um. So you can still negotiate his contract and uh, pay him for his performance. Um. Uh, he still be a good chip to to, to uh, move if you're going to do a complete teardown. But that's not what the Cubs are doing. They're no. gonna they're gonna reboot. They're not yes. gonna do a whole yes. teardown. They're not tearing it down to the studs. They're gonna say okay, these two main players are gonna move, but we're gonna continue with the rest of these guys and add in free agency for cheaper. That's what they're gonna do. Contreras will be here.
2: And, and and I agree with that because the thing is is that when we look at those those players that I mentioned, Rizzo mm-hmm. is not gonna go anywhere. They might they might trade him and, 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 and him back in something where they're like, Hey, you know what? We're gonna we're just trying to boost. We'll up. give you,
1: we'll give you a chance to win somewhere and then come well, back.
2: And just with the understanding, hey, you know we love you, you're mm-hmm. our guy, you're yeah. always gonna be our guy. No matter right. where you go for the your the rest of your career, you will be a Chicago Cub. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if we can trade you to a contender, get something back. You can join us again like the Yankees did with Chapman, like right. we talked about them right after, with right. other players. Um, and that's someone that could potentially go. But Contreras is not coming back to the Cubs. If he leaves, you know what I mean? And and to me, if you look at those four players, we, we kind of know what KB is at this point. He's often injured. He, he is very streaky at this point. He's a very good defensive player. He's extremely versatile. We've, mm-hmm. we've seen him play all mm-hmm. over the place. Yep. Once the Cubs traded Jack Peterson, he went to the outfield. So we know that Duffy and um, Patrick Wisdom can handle third base. You know, So there's a lot of things in movement here, but I think of all four of those core four, Contreras is the most consistent. He also is the player that if you're going to go into free agency and try to lure away some of these great pitchers that might be available to you, you want to be like, hey, Look at my really good catcher who can call a game, who has called no hitters, who can be there for you. You can form a rapport. And I've always talked about Contreras, like our version of Yadier Molina. I feel like he's the guy with the fire, with the grit that can, no matter what, he's out there every day, he, fire it up. Yeah. He, got, he got kicked out of the game the other day because, he, you know what I mean? Like, he is the spark plug that will light the fire under these pitchers' asses. And if you think... You're not going to get a lot for him. Look look how much
1: James McCann got paid for being a backup catcher. And look, he's doing well in New York now. Yep.
2: And the, I bet the Sox wish they had him. Yeah, we're kind of short on catchers. Yeah. All right, man, talk about the Sox. What is going on with the South Side?
5: White Sox. White Sox. Go, go,
0: White Sox.
1: Chicago White Sox: Big news that broke today as of the recording, oh boy. which will probably be a little bit older when you hear it. But <laughs> Eloy, oh boy, Spider Man is back, baby! Spider Man, Spider Man. TLR stated on Sunday that Eloy would be back on Monday for the series versus Casey. We need. Him back.
2: Absolutely. I mean, you know, you guys didn't have that great of a series against the Milwaukee Brewers. No, you're
1: not scoring any runs. You're not hitting, man.
2: And the Brewers right now are.
1: I mean, the officiating, the, the umpiring was horrible for the last two games.
2: The, the umps have but been you, bad all year, all year long. And all year. guess what? You know how you avoid that? Play take, well. Take them out of the equation. Right. Score runs. Don't give them the option to get you out. I tell my girls when we're coaching softball all the time. Yep. At the very least, when you're you're down or you got two strikes, swing the bat. At least go down with a fight. Mm-hmm. Don't give them the opportunity to just don't give them a freebie. Out. Yeah. Don't get yourself out. You yes. Know I mean? Like you know, or don't let them get you out. Get yourself out. Right. So the point is, is that look, good, good for uh, Eloy to finally come back. They could really use him. I wonder how long it's really going to take him to get into shape where he can play every day. Um, he's not. He's 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 going to be deaging again. He's going to be. He's I'll, not. How long? Because that's a lot of torque on a big body, and he's not going about. He's not going to be uh, playing any outfield anytime soon. He'll be
1: playing once a week. Yeah, you but, play that once a week.
2: But yeah, look, I, I'm glad to see him back. You know, everyone. Let, let me tell you right now. You mm-hmm. guys know I'm a Cubs fan, but I like the fact that we're seeing a young team in Chicago that's starting to finally kind of get those building blocks and those pieces together where they can make a true championship run. Is it going to be this year? I don't know if it's going to be this I, year. I, I don't think they have the, potential. You have the potential. I think you're just a little bit, a couple of pieces away of really kind of making a big, I'll big Putting us over the hump, right? Where you're going to be uh, a a World Series and a playoff contender for years to come.
1: Yeah, the the thing with that, what your what your point is there that there's a lot of prospects. We we've yeah. homegrown a yeah. lot of these guys, the Galvin Sheets, the Burgers.
2: But guess but the problem is right now they're they're in the majors, they're playing right now, right, because of your injuries, right? They're, and yeah, they brought so up a little earlier. As of right now, your your uh, your minors are depleted because all your great young guys are have to are being forced to play. So
1: the timeline has the been moved league. up exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now the thing is that a lot of Sox fans are going to be upset when a lot of these fan favorites who have come up that you've seen them since baby since since A ball right. and they get traded. Oh, that's going to be a badger. Ju- we we got to keep to all these pro- you can't keep every prospect. And
2: the thing is is that when you have prospects that are in the minors that are are, are other teams are looking at, that's a good problem. That's to a good have. thing. Right. That and means you have good players. Have. Right. Eventually, you the, the the tricky thing is to be consistent where you can keep your your major league club flush with talent, mm-hmm. young talent. And still be able to, you know, backfill your right. miners. Look, That's at, the look, trick of look at what Atlanta did in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they look, had they look, just churned players. Like you, I, I will give you the perfect example, and and you should know this is the L.A. Dodgers. Mm-hmm. The L.A. Dodgers always find a way to backfill and to bring up these young guys and, yeah. and look at the guys that they have. A lot of the guys on the Dodgers are either homegrown guys or guys that were cast-offs from other teams. right? You know what I mean? Look at Justin Turner. Turner Just, right. Nobody wanted Nobody wanted him. And he came over, and he, he's an older guy now, mm-hmm. he's been, but he's been with the Dodgers for a few years. So that weird little troll doll has been doing his thing over there in La La Land. <laughs> Good for him, but but that's my point is that... But look what we did for Lynn. The right? heart, we right, traded a exactly. prospect,
1: and it was yeah. like, oh, everybody's all mad. Oh, you can't trade him. Well uh, yeah. we got a, a dependable pitcher and yeah. we resigned him for cheaper and yep. he's a great pitcher. Right. He, the and, k- the kid might be a great pitcher, but that's okay.
2: We need and to and win and now. That's, that's exactly right because you're you're in that window right now and guess what? I will tell you as a Cubs fan who watched my team win the world series make it to a playoffs, do really well. And and, and, lo- and lose in the NLCS and then come back to next year and No I'm saying no, oh, okay. and, and go through the progression. Hey, you are one year shy in twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. went to the NLCS, lost that, come back to next year, win the World Series, and then have sustained success. It, it's and go hard. to the playoffs consistently. It's hard. That's what you want the
1: White Sox to do. I mean, the White Sox are an anomaly right now because of so many injuries. Yeah. And they're nine games up. Um, And it's a weird year anyway, coming off that COVID year, too. Right. So people are going to be fatigued and all that. So, I mean, and I think, and we were very vocal that we did not want TLR as as a White Sox uh, manager. Yeah. We were very vocal about that. But the
2: man has been doing his job he's he's been doing his job enough i think what what we're he's not costing us games anymore that's correct that's that's the the point there because Mm -hmm. i I think what you're doing is is when you have a guy that's been around baseball for a hundred years long you have a guy that knows a lot of good baseball people so no with being in that position you can put other people in position to delegate to Mm -hmm. find the best coaches to help your young players I don't think, and and again, I mean, I'm I'm speaking as an outsider, but I don't I don't think that he has to do that much. The actual coaching, he just has to be there to stir to, to, to move the pieces around, to move the pieces and make sure that the ship stays you know Straight. in the water. And yeah, and not, the water. yeah and it Yeah, doesn't hit an iceberg. Just don't hit an iceberg. Yeah, bro.
1: yeah, bro. Just stay awake at the wheel. Oh, <laughs> sorry, too soon. <laughs> All right. Speaking of young players, oh boy, the Urinator Yermín Mercedes retired. After being pulled in the sixth inning of minor league game,
2: and can, then can, can I can I can I just say this real quick? Yeah, go ahead. There needs to be a petition a petition put out to get this young man to change his last name because for the first month of the season he he was a Mercedes, but right now he's like a Dodge Neon, a
1: Buick. He's a Buick. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> Buicks are nicer than that. <laughs> they have a nice ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, he
1: uh, retired and then took the to IG and ranted, and, and uh, he's like, um, "I'm done," and so forth. Like, I mean, we knew who he was, man. We knew he knew we knew he was a head case. He's had issues like this in six different teams. We were the sixth team. And people are surprised. Yes, he carried the White Sox in, in April. Yes, he did a magnificent job. He got a burger. He had a t-shirt. <laughs> he had eight home runs. They're like, oh my God, the next Mike Trout.
2: Like he, relax, bro. Relax. He, hey, he did get a haircut. I guess maybe he was.
1: He yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a quick haircut. Yeah. <laughs> that was a buzz cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he went social silent, and then the next day, unretired. He went social silent. People were reaching out left and right.
2: What? 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 What is
1: this? I mean, this I don't know a, if it's a mental health issue. I don't know man. if it's a frustration because he got pulled into six. He got sent down. Well, he's been sent down for, for three weeks now. Yeah, but I mean, you know. And they got still, pulled in the game. That's yeah, probably what it was, the last straw.
2: Whatever, man. I mean, like, look, bro, you are a grown-ass man. Yes, that's put the thing. Put on your big boy pants, whether it's the white size pants or all the other teams that decided they didn't want you no more. <laughs> put your pants on. You're a young man. Make your impact and, and do what you got to do, whether it's com- coming in for a short stint and setting the world on fire right. or going back and supporting your team and being called up when you're needed. Support your team or get out it's just it's, it's too much drama
1: for a winning baseball You're
2: team you a grown-ass man yeah figure it out
1: yeah all right so our boys over at la vida uh being gideon and la vida baseball uh-huh. had something to say about it. listen up
4: was big mercedes fan huge look at my my my, my coach what i say about this kid three days since three days ago I'm not, a, I'm not his fan anymore. I don't. No. I have my own rights. i know not going to say of what course. I know. You have, you have your opinion. Here. But you know what? This kids on respect respect anything he's a no, rock on baseball. He, no, wait a minute. Because he had a couple of good weeks. I love his passion. I love his passion. No, kid, you're wrong. You're lucky. You're, lucky. you're hitting, and you're lucky. Oh, that's, you're well, that's a bet that I have. I if, know, he was, I, if he was 81-80. If he was yeah, 82, By 82. the way, by the way, if you can hit, and the play, the manager not protect you is wrong He's but right. maybe he got a reason to not protect you why because i know a, a, a lot of things what <laughs> happened to you and who you are and what you've been By doing way, so i think that somebody, somebody has to well, say though what you what you're the message that you're sending is this is the guy that was late allegedly it wasn't the first right, time. A lot of time i'm saying though so maybe tony was sending a message to to mercedes it wasn't the same as him getting hit or nick madrigal we we don't hear anything negative if that, that happened to Another player, I guarantee you. Tony would be going crazy. Is that happen to <laughs> oh Mokara or Abreu, make that mistake? I know they're not gonna do it because they're professional, they're not gonna see ah, real. There up. it but is. There mistake. it if is. They, Keyword, they professional. Abreu, I guarantee you, Tony Russa will hit Paul Monitor, yeah, uh, right. Herbeck, <laughs> all those guys. There. Kirby Packer, yeah. rest in peace, he will hit everybody. <laughs> all
1: right, so well, he has a lot of points there, a lot of yeah. good and bad points. Yeah. All right, so yes. The, 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 that was another one. All right, cool. He has a lot of good, good and bad points there. Um, you're a minor, career minor league uh, player. You're 28, just coming out of the minor right, leagues. Right. So that that is one thing. You're you have no weight to what you say oh, yeah. or what you do. You don't have enough because you
2: like to stand on. No, but, not at all.
1: Not at all. Now you can't blame LaRusso. Like, oh yes, he killed his confidence, but yeah. he also played a whole month after that right. after the issue.
2: And he, and he was kind of Like he was starting to fail Before the whole thing Happened yes. with Tony anyway. Yes so he, he was, was already
1: like, failing Before that He came up And he hit a double The day before And then he hit the home run The whole 3-0 pitch thing And then
2: You just saw the rapid decline Because MLB figured him out Yeah I, I want to know What Mercedes did For his quinceanera Because he's a drama queen bro And I'm sure he looked Real pretty that day I mean I'm, I can guarantee <laughs> you You did Cause Goodness gracious Look man Uh like I said, uh, grow up. That's it. Let's just grow up, man. Yeah, you got a couple things between your legs. They're there, hanging.
1: <laughs> Use them, bro. Use them. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's close out this White Sox segment with some positive news, brother. Ken the Hawk Harrelson officially joins the best of the best as the Ford Frick Award recipient. The White Sox fans enjoy 33 years of Hawk isms and stories. Did they? Did they? Let me get there. Let me get there. Let me finish my thought. Did they? In his later years, <laughs> I was tone deaf to a lot of the stories because, you know, no one wants to hear about the 50s and 60s. But in reflection, he called the games from my youth to my adulthood. He taught me a lot about history, a lot about baseball. And at times he'd be as mad and even probably even more when things weren't, weren't going right for the White Sox. All right. He so, def- he's definitely a homer. And a White Sox through and through.
2: He's a homer. I mean, to me, when I think about Hawk Harrelson, you know, Mm -hmm. who I think about is Ron Santo. Yes, but but that's synonymous with the sport. But with the team. Yeah, that's what I mean. The team. Yes, Yes, the sport, but with the team. The difference being was that Ron Santo was like straight up like, yeah, I'm a homer. And Ron Santo was the analyst, not the. You know what I mean? Like that's the that's the problem that I had with Hawk Hawk. Wasn't the color guy. That's my point. Is that he was the play by the play by play. He was guy, the play by play to be guy, the straight man, and he he interjected a lot of his own opinion, which you can do. But it was just I, I feel like a lot of the things that he said were completely tone deaf, um, especially towards the end of his career. Yeah, and I I, I think realistically, if he wasn't so off kilter towards the end, because I mean he kind of just rubbed people the wrong way at some point. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, a lot of people do not like Jason Benetti for whatever reason. People don't like change. That, well, that's People older, might change You know what yeah. I mean They're like and, and if you have older fans That like Watched Hawk From when they were young And now they're older Oh it's a completely different Hawk Well it's not just that But it's also like Oh it's that self reflection Like crap Maybe I'm getting older I'm gonna get pushed out too Does that make sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know so yeah. that That kind of sentiment is there But at the same time As a younger fan And, and granted like You know it, It's clear that I'm not a White Sox fan But I've followed the White Sox for mm-hmm. years And I was like I, They're People always say the commentary is kind
1: of boring I would turn it off like, yeah. As
2: soon as you said something stupid, I was like, you know what, I don't want to listen to this. Guy.
1: And I get that. I would have a lot of White Sox fans, but like, you know what, I listen to the radio version because it's better. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and look. I mean,
2: like, I, I feel t- to be honest with with you, is like to me, like I feel like both sides, the radio too, like the radio with Len has gotten a lot better, be just because I feel like it's, Len, it's taken him a while, but yeah, he's yeah. getting a lot and, better. And, and and granted, to be fair, it still sounds like two Kermit the Frogs fighting. Hey guys, right? that you know him him and DJ. It well, cracks it, me up. It's been your boy Connor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But come, DJ, but, come back. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I mean, so like, I feel like compared to the Cubs. As mm-hmm. far as, and it could just be the little brother thing, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the announcers on the Cubs have been like very clearly consistent over the years, where they're like, there's not really a, there's not really a. Well, some you had people, Steve Stone for such a long you had Steve time. Steve Stone, but I mean, yeah, even, even Brenneman, like. Brendan is a
1: good announcer until he messed up Pat, recently. Pat Hughes. Pat Hughes is Pat good. Pat Hughes is amazing. No, like, he was really good. Yeah, you yeah. know
2: what I mean? Like, even like, he had the, the guys that Pat Hughes has partnered with over the years. Pat Hughes and Ron Santo was just an amazing. Yes. Like, and, and even Ron Santo in his, in his later years where he's kind of like you know gravelly voice and just kind of sounds like he's kind of out there like that you know we give him a pass because nothing he said there was really like derogatory or mean or he mm-hmm. was just like it was just basically like your grandfather you know that absolutely love the cubs and you love the cubs because he loved the cubs you know what i mean like that's that's where i think about and uh I feel like, just in my viewpoint, that Cubs have had historically better announcers than the White Sox, at least in the past 20, 25 we've had, years.
1: We've had both Harry Carey, Brickhouse, like and... Listen
2: to what I just said. In the last 20 to 25 well, years, yeah, the Cubs have by far had better announcers. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, guess what? I got the lie detector test. Yeah. Well, the lie detector test determined that was a
5: lie. Oh, well, there's strikes two and three right there.
2: Yeah. That's your opinion. No, nah, it's just truth. It's nah, a fact. It's, it's your a opinion. Fact. You have nationally regarded guys, dude. They got Boog You can think whatever you want about he's him. A he's yes. an ESPN guy. Right. He's an ESPN guy. He's the top, a complete,
1: of, the top a of the top. Right. Guy. You know what I mean? Like that's like a Monday Night Football guy coming down and doing your local broadcast.
2: Exactly right. I get so that. so, and that's what I am saying is that you look at the past twenty to twenty five years, the Cubs overall have just had better announcers. And to me, as a, as a Cubs fan, Hawk Harrelson turned me off of watching. Uh, White Sox games.
1: Yeah, it was actually not good White Sox baseball to have him and Steve Stone because it's like literally yeah. two guys fighting over, you know, two oh. dogs fighting over bone.
2: Like, how long is, the, is it going to take for this paint? It
1: paint really, paint. I really was to a point. A lot of I know a lot of my friends were like, "There's going to be a point where Steve Stone's just going to snap." Yeah, yeah. And there was times that Steve Stone was just like, you know what, I'm just turning off my mic. You yeah. want to do this? Go yep. ahead, and do it yourself.
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. Hey. Uh, if we do this show long enough, I might do that too one day. <laughs> but more than likely, it's going to be the other <laughs> way around. It's, it's. I, I just, I have that feeling that one day you're just going to mute my mic. <laughs> it's
1: just like the comment we made last year with the remote control. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to win because my mic's uh, plugged in and yours isn't. Anyways, congratulations, and thank you, Hall Carrollson. Uh, you are a Hall of Famer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, for Sox fans, for for... Sox fans, our age, and and you're not wrong to teach you the history of the game of yes. the White Sox, what it was when he, you know, when when he was in his heyday. Right. It's it's an amazing thing because the biggest problem with baseball is that y- it's not engaging to young people mm-hmm. at a time where we we live in a 24 hour society where everything that happens we That'll forget be fast, about the next yeah. day. You know, to to make sure that hey, there's history there to be acknowledged to be, um, you know, uh, taken serious. To absorb. To put absorb the history so you understand where it is now, how it got to where it is. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's important. So for for a Sox fan like yourself, that Hawk Harrison brought that to you. I'm I'm glad that he was able to bring you bring that to you. Yeah. And congratulations. Yeah.
1: All, right. all right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a pause for the cause and hear word from our sponsors.
5: I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strike! You're out.
2: We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate many people are looking for a new opportunity guys are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member let me tell you a little about our friends at acsi acsi is a certified rcn business agent they provide the same rcn services with a personalized touch their sales and technician teams work hand in hand ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E-Rock, Mike Logic, and Big Z. Oh, yeah. We're super excited to talk to today's guest from the lacrosse school in Rotten Apples Lacrosse. You can find him at the lacrosse school and at Rotten, rotten Apples L A X on Twitter, and you can also check him out on YouTube. Destroying his competition in his rap battles, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome in Justin Porter. Yeah. <laughs> That's serious. Go, What's man. up,
5: How y'all? You
2: doing?
5: Good, good, good. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, excited, excited to talking, uh, Chopped up people.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. So, look, man, you came on. A Chicago sports show today, and they're telling me you're not even a Chicago sports fan. What, what's going on, man? What what is your squad?
5: Nah, I'm Bill's mafia, those fan diehard. Uh, Watch your tables. So, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 see you guys August twenty first in the first preseason game here at Soldier Woo! Field. So we'll we'll be there rocking in full fact. Those mafia. So, so you're going game. to that
1: game? You're going to that game? Oh yeah. Absolutely, (laughs) I'm sure Trubisky
3: cannot wait.
1: Yeah, Trubisky. (laughs) It's
3: it's gonna be. Yeah, we got your. Yeah, we got your
2: boy.
5: We got your boy. We're excited.
2: We talked about this
3: before. We did.
2: He's your boy now. The just (laughs) well because you're gonna who who's gonna start who's gonna play in that game mostly everybody Trubisky.
1: He's gonna play most of the game. And who's gonna play on our side? Justin. So that's
2: what I'm saying is you got two of Pace's quarterback picks going against each other. And uh, it's probably going to be the most exciting preseason game we're going to see in a long time. Hopefully.
3: Hopefully one looks exponentially better than the other. (laughs) Yes, on
5: our side. Uh, Yeah, I think we're going to put uh, Mitch in some better situations offensively coordinating. He's uh, a little bit similar to uh, Josh Allen. He's very he similar to sort of Josh Allen, uh, yeah. very, you know, like to run, like to have that run pass option like this. So I think with a better coordinator or whatever, he uh, and especially with Josh Allen, he gets a little, gets a little excited sometimes. Sometimes he gets <sighs> hurt running the ball. You know, I think I think Mitch is going to be a big fit for us. So I know you didn't like him, but uh, no, I'm going to go with 10. I like 10. I like 10.
3: That, that's not true. I like Mitch Trubisky. I just didn't feel like he lived up to his potential or what they were billing him as building him as, especially as a franchise quarterback. I think I think with a uh, new life in Buffalo, with that new system and another chance, Mitch is going to thrive thrive and yeah. resurrect his career in, in some ways. I, I mean,
2: I, I think you're really on point with that because I I think the biggest frustration that we as Bears fans had with Mitchell Trubisky was the fact that, you know, he was the number two overall pick. They moved up to get him, mm-hmm. which, I mean. Not his fault. and not, Number one, not his fault, but number two, like, whether you like the move or not by Ryan Pace, I still give him his props because he had the balls to go up and get his He's guy. a gambler. And that's what he did with Justin Fields. But I, I, I do think that you're correct that Mitch was put in a bad position with a you know essentially a brand-new GM, a brand-new head coach, and a brand-new guy that really didn't have that much experience in the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. So now going to a better situation for him, I think he— Definitely has a, a possibility, a chance to strive in the league now that he's in a better system, and this is going to be his tryout year to see if he's going to latch on with the Bills for a couple more years, possibly just stick around as a backup because there's guys that do that in the league. Yeah, or Daniels, if or if he's auditioning to be a starter on another team because there are teams that need quarterbacks
3: and they got some guy named yep. Josh Allen.
2: Right. Yeah, <laughs> right. So you are, are you telling are you telling me that you're genuinely uh, feeling good about Mitch Trubisky on your team?
5: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah. Well, what I mean, like I said, I think that his style plays more along the lines of a Josh Allen. I think, like you know, we just talked about and piggybacking off of, you know, what he was saying was that, uh, you know, going to be with an offensive coordinator that knows his style of type quarterback. You know, he's not a pocket passer. He's not going to sit him in and take you mm-hmm. apart. Right. He's going to want to get on the. He's going to want to get on the edge. He's going to want to talk to them, run when he can, and the Bills. The Bills have an offense that's set up for that based on our starter now. So and I think that we can throw him into the mix there. Maybe, you know, short-down situation, bring him in you know, on a wildcat-type look. Yeah. You know, be able to have him run, you know what I mean? <laughs> because if he gets hurt or something, you know, we still got our starter. So I'm sure, you know, we'll use him in different teams and game plans to try to, you know, throw people off and add a little different look for sure. Cause he, yeah, he, can but- he can do a lot.
1: Definitely agree with we all agree with yeah,
2: that situation. hundred yeah. percent. Because I, I'm rooting for Mitch. I mean, I, you know, yeah. even though he look, he, he just he has that kind of dead look in his eye sometimes, where he's just deer, like, yeah, dear like, oh, questions. I have to do this now. <laughs> he looks confused. A lot. <laughs> 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 but but I, look, I'm rooting for the kid, and I hope he does well in the NFL. All
1: right, Justin, let's transition. Right. Let's transition over to what you do best. So tell us about your lacrosse school. How'd you get started? Did you play lacrosse? How how did you get introduced to this sport? Because this is not a normal sport
5: for us. For us, well, for for, yeah, for the Midwest out here, and you know, no, it's not a you know uh, um, traditionally you know a big sport out here. Obviously, it just became a high school sport officially in 2018. It it, it finally has been you know recognized by the state as in in, in the you know as an actual high school sport that is you know, sanctioned under IHS rules and all of those things. So I started, I, I'm from upstate New York, uh, uh-huh. right on, you know, right in the heart on Geneva on the lake. Uh, I grew up close to the reservation with all the Good. natives that. Uh-huh. and that. Uh, and I grew up playing. I played my first game when I was, you know, in first grade. and Wow. You know, started, yeah, I started ball boying for the Hobart College where I ended up going to, um, you know, and graduating from. And uh, I just grew up, you know, playing. Ball-boying uh, at the high school, always going to camp and, and things like that. Then I ball-boyed at college and all those things. So I was around good talent, always around you know legendary coaches. And uh, okay. just kind of fell in love with it. You know, it was just a combination of average support and one. Um, you know, got to use my athleticism, my speed, get out there, a lot of opportunities. So I was like, okay, let me stick to this. And then... You can hit people, so I was like, "Okay." You know, uh, my mom was like, "Go out there and do that." When you sit, you hit, and <laughs> do all those things, and uh, then you know, it started picking up. Obviously, got bigger, faster, stronger, skill set wise. Started getting some opportunity, and then uh, in high school, I had a good career in high school, and then ended up uh, earning a scholarship to go and play all boys school in Connecticut. Um, we just had been just my alma mater then. I was crap all-boys school of like 220 guys out in Cincinnati. Um, they, just, they just won the national championship. They're the best team in the, in the country the last nice. two, three years. So um, I got to play there for a year, and then I uh, earned a Division One scholarship to play lacrosse at Hobart College where I ball-boyed at growing up where I was born and raised. full oh, circle, full circle. That's, that's beautiful. Dope. That's dope. So yeah. wh- so.
2: What's, what's the highest level that you played?
5: Uh... I won a world championship in 2009 with the Rochester Rattlers. So I played pro ball. I played international. Wow. Uh, I just re- recently became an ambassador for the Virgin Island uh, national team. Played in uh, their first uh, competition ever. Um, uh, what was that? Three weeks ago down in Orlando, Florida. So we opened up our inaugural kickoff for their uh, new program. They're going to look to try to qualify for the uh, Olympics uh, coming up and we uh, because lacrosse is now going to be an Olympic sport, official
2: Olympic, oh, that's Olympic sport. What's up. So, so that, this, uh, yeah, this, so this is this is new new. So, yes. so we gotta we gotta give you your congrats.
5: Oh yeah, give him
1: give him his flowers because this is a new sport going into the Olympics. And I was about to ask, is this an Olympic sport? Because yeah. this is a tough sport. Like if people don't know, it's like running with soccer. You know, there's as much running as there is in soccer. Mm-hmm. There's contact like in football, mm-hmm. and there's a skill like in hockey.
2: Yeah. And there's a stick.
5: Yeah, I, I try to tell everybody it's every every sport in one. You got uh, you know, um on position wise and playing in formations and triangles similar to soccer. Um you can attack from behind the net like hockey and obviously it's very similar to hockey as in instead of being on the ice, you're up in the air. Um and same thing in basketball with inbounding, playing five on five, six on six, six, pop, pick okay. kick and roll, flash, all types of those things, obviously as the uh, Physicality of football, where you can really, you know, throw that stick around. You can flash, you can check, you can do all those body checks and everything like that. Um, so, you know, I tell everybody yeah. every sport and one is an opportunity yeah,
2: for so anybody. I want to say in high school, uh, we had a, there was a lot of football players that did play lacrosse, or like when they were done playing football, if they yeah, it was, whatever, it was really like you know, the whiteouts. Uh, yeah, right, the DBs exactly. they would they would play lacrosse. Ends, yeah, things like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah,
5: yeah. So,
2: so tell tell us about your lacrosse school.
5: Okay, so I have uh, lacrosse school is my own uh, elite travel company. Um, so we go from third grade all the way up to 12. Um, so I, I run elite travel programs. Kids uh, sign up, try out for me um, in August, this year's tryouts are August 15th, if anyone's listening, got kids that are interested in playing uh, youth travel or uh, lacrosse. Got tryouts August 15th at Evanston Township High School, where I also coach girls at. Um, but the lacrosse school, again, the elite travel lacrosse program, kids file in August, make the team. Um, then they play for me um, year-round. So they play three times a week throughout the fall season, two times a week okay. throughout the winter season. Wow. Uh, they wow. have the spring season off to play at their respective high school or middle schools or whatever like that. So okay. that's where I go. And then uh, I coach girls at uh, Evanston High School. And then they come back in the summer and they play for me. And then uh, throughout the year, we play at seven. Um, recruiting events and showcasing tournaments that we wow. fly to across the country to play uh, elite competition, try to get these kids recruited and send off to school where they can, you know, earn some scholarship money and earn a better opportunity for the sport of lacrosse to better their education. And so like that. Th-
2: this sounds like, you know, obviously a passion project of yours, something you've been doing since you were really young. Is there any other schools similar to yours throughout the country that you're competing with for these athletes?
5: Oh, yeah, there's, there's um, probably 10,000 um, <laughs> youth travel across teams in the country, okay. you know, everybody, but, um, you know, there's bigger business. Yeah, it's like AAU, there's teams everywhere, um, but I think mine is the uh, back to the grassroots, where it really, really came from, hence why I named it the lacrosse school, we really get back down to, uh, you know, the discipline, the structure. Um, right back down to the fundamental skill sets and building up the foundation right from the beginning, how the game was originally played, um, okay. you know, and, and how, it, how it started.
1: So I, my, my question is, how many students have you had that, that progressed through your system being a young, in, you know, being introduced to the sport, and how many students have you had that stuck with it to, like, almost the high school and college level? Oh, they
5: are. Most of them all do, um, you know, or find a way. I got kids playing right now that are at Syracuse, Notre Dame, uh, Richmond, uh, RIT, uh, Canisius. You know, those are all, you know, some big time Division One schools. I got kids playing big time Division Three ball around the country, Division II. Um, so, yeah, you know, most of our kids, we're probably percentage-wise around 60 to 70 percent. Each class usually commits. A lot of like okay. twenty-two kids. You say is they they got a class of you know eight nine kids. You know for the most part, six of them. You know usually end up going to school to play either you know division one two or three, or they end up playing club and club lacrosse now in college. You know pretty serious where okay. you know if you win the club division, you usually get a chance to you usually try and prevent Progressing to the Division Three, Division Two, or Division One ranks based on how successful you are, you know, winning at the club
2: level. So, and it's amazing. I mean, it sounds like you really uh, found the direction that you wanted to go. You found your niche in what sport that you really love, and I, you know, I, I, I give you a lot of props for being the advocate of the sport that you love, and then not only that, but then teaching the next generation. And that's the only way that you can really grow a sport that's right. not that well-known, mm-hmm. is to sit there and boost it up and make sure the next generation is excited and interested in what you're doing. Yeah. So, big problem. Right, right,
5: right. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I, I've done this, you know, overseas for a year in Manchester, England, when I got um, drafted to play in the premiership out of college over there, and when and did, lacrosse um, over there, teaching the little Manx over there, the Manchester kids in, in the inner cities down there how to play lacrosse during their gym periods and gym classes and things like that. So, uh, you know, um, I started off as actually as a, um, a primary school teacher and then I taught high school oh, okay. art for a long Great. time. Um, so I wanted to stay, I, I like to stay youthful. Um, I don't want kids of my own and don't have, you know, my own kids. And kids. <laughs> hey, just <So> like me. <laughs> I kinda, yeah. I kind of use this as my father figure fulfillment, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being around the kids, being youthful, being able to mentor them, you know, and kind of, you know, you know, shape and mold the minds of the innocent youth. You know, if you're doing it the right way, have them buy in, have their parents buy in, show them that, you know, they actually care about what they're doing through a sport, um, you know trying to get the best out of them. definitely you
3: know, of hey Justin this is Mike uh, first of all I want to echo what these guys are saying I think it's great what you're doing for the youth giving these kids chances to be scholar athletes in college get an education I, I'm really uh, yeah. I'm really encouraged by that and I think that's awesome my hat's off to you I want to talk about the hip hop aspect to you. So uh-huh. you're a hip oh boy. You're a hip hop artist. No, it's all love. Hey, it's not always competitive. You know,
1: there's enough lanes for everybody. Yeah, you know,
2: I, I think I think the uh huh was like okay. Now now we Now we, the, know now we, we
1: get what, to the juicy part of the meat.
2: We 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 know what Mike has been right, waiting right. for this whole red. Oh movie. yeah, he's That's been waiting. What it was he was like, all right, come on, come on. <laughs> no, I'm I'm listening. <laughs> hey, so.
3: So this is our first time talking We got a lot in common We both love sports And we're both hip hop artists What I want to know from okay. you Is because I have a I have a basketball podcast I'm a co-host of a radio show I love sports I watch sports all the time And I'm a hip hop artist Working on an album How do you find a balance To do all of that? Shameless plug <laughs> um,
5: it, 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 It's uh, music therapeutic for me So for sure. um, it, it, ha- it has to be in my life So I always gotta find time <laughs> you know, throughout the day, um, when I get out of lacrosse practice or before or whatever it is or whatever's going on, I always got to make sure that I get my time locked in the studio, whether it's, you know, just engineering some music and listening or listening to beats, trying to catch a vibe or just freestyling and writing some bars as in, just trying to keep that pen active. And, uh, um, you know, once I started progressing up and now I've, uh, the verbal war zone so I started doing battle rap, I would say, professionally now and standing face to face and remembering rounds and things like that. So I guess I kind of found that competition from my natural career in being an athlete and then said, Hey, let me figure out a way with this music to still compete yeah. and I uh, you know, so so battling now has been as my main focus is just staying sharp and witty and and, and working on you know, all those mannerisms and bars. And, and what, bars do,
3: what and, do the kids so. tell you? Coach got bars? Say, hey, that was lit? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Said, ah. yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah. They're like, Co- Coach got bars. coaches in the bag. Like, yeah, they, they they know. They're down with the lingo a little bit. They've been touching on more and more. Obviously, I'm working with a lot of suburb kids that well, might you know, not be too keen you know, on the... You uh, know, they're
2: always going to gas you up so they can make sure they get more playing time, too.
5: <laughs> yeah, but that don't work They, they, know, that don't, they, they know that don't work with me If you can't play, you can't play, you know <laughs> Oh so, man,
2: yeah. no, that's that's dope and I'm, I'm so glad, I, I will tell you like As someone who is a I do uh, youth softball With my daughter and her team and then you know, obviously, a regular day job, th- mm-hmm. and then coming and do this. I-, I completely understand trying to find that balance. Like, like we're talking we're talking about. It's Mike.
3: also about he- finding energy, like to do yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm Time and energy. A- there's only so many Mountain Dew Rise drinks. you Oh see. boy, <laughs>
1: another shameless plug. <laughs>
2: yeah, he-, he worked it, in. he worked it. in. All right, man. Listen up before we, right. before we let you go. Tell our listeners where they can find you on social media, and let us know about any projects you got coming up.
5: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at j l l 5 J-L-I-N-C-5 on Instagram. You can find me on uh, uh, Facebook as well. Um, that's where most of my material and things are. You can follow me on SoundCloud. Check out some of my music or freestyles at uh, soundcloud.com forward slash J-L-I-N-C-O-L-N. Um, You can look me up there, find out some of my tracks and things like that. For the most part, um, I'm just now starting to get back into the studio and trying to create more music. Uh, Right now, I'm just focusing on uh, this new MPC touchpad I got where I'm trying to go back to making my own original beat and uh, getting getting back into the music. And I want to work on a solo project right now that I'm getting ready to start. That's going to take it back to that old school, gritty, uh, you know, Griselda, Wu Tang, you know the old school rapper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that's what that's that's my inspiration and motivation. You know, Benny Conway, all those guys that bring it back to that cloth the boom that rap, hip hop, and back to back the lyrics and, and really? really having fun with
2: stuff I'm talking about what the grown folks call the real hip
5: hop. yeah real hip hop yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright ladies and gentlemen please give it up for today's guest Justin Porter
2: thank you so much Justin
1: good talking to you sir you too appreciate it thank you alright guys we'll be right back after right, a word from go. our sponsor
2: we all know that 2020 was no joke And with an ever-changing world climate many people are looking for a new opportunity guys are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member let me tell you a little about our friends at acsi acsi is a certified rcn business agent they provide the same rcn services with a personalized touch their sales and technician teams work hand in hand ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on Careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on Careers.
1: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. And Mike Logic. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) It's that time again, guys. Uh Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's still summer edition, so.
2: So it's my time to shine, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Here we go. Who Are you all ready for me to be right? I'm just letting you know. No. So, okay. You're going to think you're right no matter what. So right. That's, that's. This is why these are two of my best friends in this room right now who know me <laughs> so well. We're your boys? Yeah, you are my boys. Yeah, we're friends. I'm glad you
3: guys are boys on this episode <laughs> last time I was here. <laughs> you were trying to still build that camaraderie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but 25 years wasn't long enough Right So look look, uh, A staple in the Chicago community Um, It's been around since 1926 We're going to talk about The original Rainbow Cone Now this is not just a scoop of ice cream okay? No it's not This is layers Like stacks and stacks They're slices of ice cream it, it, the, w- looking at it is kind of weird It's a little bit difficult to eat Because it's kind of just all over the place But mm-hmm. let me explain to you The uh, different layers of ice cream They put on here, okay We got chocolate, mm. strawberry Hallmore mm. House Which is basically like this kind of like walnut Thing going on there Okay, Pistachio And then on top is orange sherbet It sounds like it shouldn't work I'm with it I, 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 We tried it a couple weeks ago We took the kids over there I, I kind of looked at it funny I almost got the cookies and cream And I was like You know what I'm here I, I'm going for it So looking at that combination of flavors Yay or nay On the original Rainbow Cone I'm going to pull a Spongebob sponge here I'm out <laughs>
3: <laughs> Is it the pistachio? Yes How'd you know? Just when you think of pistachios You think peanuts And you think ice cream I don't think it's a, a, a. It doesn't sound like a great. It's like peanut butter ice cream.
1: Like who like? I mean, that's a small market. And I keep it I don't, simple. I, I like, like peanut it. butter. I don't. But I don't, peanut I don't like peanut butter ice cream. I no, do. I, I do. That's I way too much. I, get a I mean, if you give me give me peanut butter whiskey.
3: Get mint chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Will, I, yeah.
2: No, uh, not, no. We're not mentioning that name until they give us some money. That's right. Pay up. Is yeah. it a
3: pitch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey. Yeah. No, but I keep it simple. I, I, I like mint chocolate chip. First of all.
2: Mint, mint chocolate chip is possibly the worst thing ever on the planet. So of course, why are you putting chocolate in your toothpaste? No, what is wrong with you?
1: No, I don't chew on toothpaste. I'm sorry, Mike. That's I, I don't like that.
2: But here's the thing. About I'm not doing that's how that. If, I we, get down. if we're talking about the pistachio, take the pistachio and I'm down with that. To, to be fair, like because of the combination of all the different flavors, and you do have another ice cream with with uh, walnuts in it, mm-hmm. it works. It's not here. I wouldn't sit there and eat like a. Scoop. Do you have
3: any in your freezer? I got to try some.
2: A what? Uh, what do I have? Seven flavors of ice cream in my freezer. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Does it all come together?
2: Yeah, they. So look, this this is the picture for. It's for, like basking uh, around where they right. grab a scoop so out of each one. Yeah, so the, essentially, they the way they have it set up, and, and obviously I wasn't in the truck. They they did a uh, truck over here in Harwood Heights. Yes, Baird, I saw and that. over the place. So basically, it's slices of ice cream. So it's just like little chunks, and they layer it up on the cone. That looks massive, like, man. It. I mean, that's that's Heyo. what she said. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I looked at it funny. I gave it a chance. It was pretty good. If if you're weirded out by the pistachio, I get that. Um, but ju- I'm just here to tell you that uh, that you're absolutely wrong. I'm, I'm, just, nah, I'm, negative. I'm, I'm you're willing wrong.
1: to try it. All right, I'm willing to try it too if Eddie pays. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is the weirdest combination of like either ice cream or flavor? Or, or flavor, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just. Or, or gelato, what? Gelato, ice cream. What? What is your most crazy combination that you've tried and and say you're, you're with it?
3: Man, I don't have a good answer for you guys. Because no, you don't. I, no, I, I stay sim- simple. You guys don't like the mint chocolate chip. Already. No, you've already it's bad. Because it's you can just eat. The you've already
1: poo pooed it. You can it's- eat out of the toothpaste uh, tube.
2: Yeah, I mean, but can, that's all I get. But you know what you could do is. Maybe pick a good flavor, that would be probably a better <laughs> idea than what you do. <laughs> That's what I do. Hey,
1: the man likes mint chocolate chip, let him stay in his lane. What about what about you, <laughs> man? What about you?
2: Man? Uh I mean I'm I'm You're oh, are I'm, you more adventurous? Yeah, I mean look, we were just talking about Jamaican food and eating oxtails, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I eat all types of weird crap. Hey, when you ain't got no money, you what do you do? You, I, you I eat spam spam it up. You we're spam it up. Spam, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey. What about
3: spicy ice cream? Have you had spicy ice? Cream? I
1: have. There's a place by my house, and I'm not saying the name until they uh, sponsor us. Uh, that has gelato, and they had a vanilla curry
2: one. The vanilla, vanilla curry, I'd give a shot, but like something that's just spicy for the sake of being spicy, like, eh, I mean, like w- it wasn't spicy,
1: like because I like spicy food, and I was like, let me just try it because well, vanilla's vanilla, it's
2: like whatever, and yeah. that's an and interesting it combination. It is, because yes. Ice cream's cold and, and it's sweet. Yeah. It's supposed to be sweet, right? And
3: spicy, yeah. just. It doesn't it, seem like it would right.
2: work. Well, you know what was funny was, so um, the other day I was hanging out with my brother and sister. My cousin came over, and she never had Jamaican patties. Mm. And she's eating mm. it, and she, she gets a little bit through. She's like, oh, this is so spicy. And I was like, hold up. Mm-hmm. I was like, hold up. I seen you eat a whole bag of Takis, and you are over here talking about this little Jamaican scotch bonnet pepper Y'all know spicy. about the Dollar Tree? Guess what's wrong with you? you?
3: What you're talking about? You get Jamaican beef patties for a dollar at the Dollar Tree. Yeah. Or oh, do- yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Hey. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking That's about. That's the move. It. I mean, it is, and, and okay. if, you, if you've never had them, go, go had and them. get it. Fantastic. Throw it in the oven, I air fire. It's night. Nice. You know. There mean? you go. Yeah, that's legit. my jam right they're there. there. They're legit. You get that nice flaky, crispy crust. It's it's pretty damn good, and it's one of those things that's it's super simple. Uh, every Jamaican joint has them. So I mean, uh, if you have not had one, go and get it. I will not name any names until you give me money. Uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Before we go. Oh. What you looking at? What have you been watching? that ain't sports. Man, it
1: has been so much sports and me attending sports that I have not gotten to a new show yet or a movie that you guys have been recommending. Whoa. Yes, that's the first time in a year and what, a month or something that Whoa. we're on the air. oh Yes. And,
2: and usually you're like, yeah, I watched seven series this week and I'm like, I've never heard of that or I watched one episode and forgot it existed. Yeah. Because yeah.
1: that's how I Well, we, me and Mike are talking off air about the uh, Yellowstone, so that was phenomenal. Uh, yeah. There you go. I mean, Succession is coming back. I got a bunch of shows that are coming back that I'm waiting for, so... I haven't watched any but I did fire up the PS3. <laughs> yes, the PS3 and I paid MLB twenty fifteen. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do the I do the whole general manager. I run my organization. I'm playing with the Dodgers right now, and I got Jose Abreu on my team, of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs> does, does he still have the little Lou Albano? Uh,
1: no, he does. It's <laughs> pre-Lou Albano little beard.
2: His little, his little beard tail, his ponytail yeah, yeah. and his chin. What's yeah, wrong? What, you, know. what about you, Mike? What you been watching?
3: Well, he stole my thunder with Yellowstone. I just started that this weekend. Oh, it's a
1: phenomenal show, yeah, man.
3: And there's really not a good guy in that. Oh, there's, really? There's really... Not, Everybody has an agenda. Yeah, there's really not a protagonist. I did watch Dr. Death. Luke I want to see Clark. that, yes. Really? F- that's, phenomenal. It's with your boy, Pacey. I, I thought it was really, oh. yeah. Joshua Jackson. You know
2: what? I, I saw a commercial for that, but I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. But that's, that's? Yeah, Josh
3: funny. Jackson, he he plays uh the disgraced doctor, Chris Dunnch Because when you hear Dr. Death, you think of... Kevorkian. Kevorkian. Yeah. Kevorkian. yeah. But this is about a doctor who was just performing terrible surgeries, and it seemed like he was doing it on purpose, and it kind of goes into... Why he might have done it? He had a little bit of a, a drug issue. Uh, uh-huh. I definitely recommend this. And Christian Slater—it's kind of like, like the Nick. Then haven't seen the Nick.
1: Uh, if you have HBO, mm-hmm. go. The Nick is on there. Uh, it's with Jesus, um, uh, Clive Owen. Uh,
3: oh, okay,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that around. But
1: it, yeah, yeah.
3: In, in Doctor Death, uh, they have Alec Baldwin, who's yes. one of the oh, other okay. doctors. Yes, saw that. And I was saying Christian Slater's is hilarious in it. So wow, I definitely recommend it. On Peacock. Like it's on the queue. Check
2: it out, y'all. So that, that sounds really cool. I'll tell you what I watched was a recommendation that I took from the Shine Native Radio show. Finally, listen to us. Finally. <laughs> hey, hey, I. now that there's a podcast, I can listen anywhere at any time that I want. So yes. while I'm. We hey, appreciate your listenership. While I'm taking a crap, I can crap all over y'all. So, hey. Hey. Based on your recommendation, <laughs> oh, though, I boy, went over oh, to boy. Netflix and I checked out that movie. Gunpowder milkshake. Yeah, that was legit. It has I, I forget the girl's name, but she was a Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, is it um, Karen Gilliam? Yeah, she, yeah, she was in Jumanji. My co-host the Ideal
3: keeps saying her name all the time. Right? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, let like, it go, man. Let it go.
2: It sounds like you can't, but I mean, <laughs> Whoa. legit, like female, like you, you described it perfectly. Female John Wick, legit, uh, all star female cast. Um, it, it was, it was. The, uh, it was very good. I don't want to give any spoilers away, uh-huh. um, but it's if you like John Wick, if you like the the beat 'em up, like action you know, packed, action, yeah. It, yeah. And it, it wasn't just like action, like '80s actions where stuff is just blowing up. This is like people just beating the crap out of each other. It was fantastic. So it,
3: for for those who aren't familiar with Shining Native Radio, we usually uh, we usually rank movies on a scale of one to three ites. And my uh, co hosts, Ideal and Throne C, both gave this movie three ites. I gave it two and a quarter. I'm like, there's no way this is a classic. It's very good. Like Eddie said, I, I, I said that it was like a female John Wick. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend it to, to all who are listening, as Iraq was recommending it to you. <laughs>
2: no, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, we don't, like I said, we, I don't want to give it away too much, but uh, it's, it's definitely one of those things that. It's got the lady
3: from. Uh, Hidden crouching tiger, hidden dragon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah All yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And Carla Gugino or whatever. His yeah. Name. The, the lady from so, Rampage with the rock. She she's in. She was in um, uh the haunting of uh the haunting of the mansion or whatever it is where. You've seen her in movies. Yeah, she's been around for a long time. She was in Entourage. Uh, she's she's still. Angela Bassett's in it too Angela Bassett's in it It, This is a very Very good cast Of characters Angela Bassett
3: looks Phenomenal for being Over 60
2: years Absolutely So I mean Absolutely great Great movie Go check it out No more Space Jam It was It it cleared (laughs) It cleared Space Jam Out of my brain While we're here And we got Mike Logic Mm -hmm. The number one LeBron lover In the world I need your view Of Space Jam Real quick
3: So the first time I watched it I had really high Expectations As as one could expect For me Shocking and I really didn't love it. I'm like, there's way too much going on with this. It's very shocking. Way too much going on with this script. The movie wasn't really about LeBron. It was more about Warner Brothers placements and all the characters that Warner Brothers had. Throughout did, the there years. was a
1: lot of cameos in the background, which was amazing. Of, yeah, whole, that, was, that was the best part of the yeah, movie. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I didn't like what they did with the goon squad. Like Diana Taurasi didn't even have legs. No, <laughs>
1: she's a snake. I, I, I mean, do they the call her a snake? <laughs> I mean, I don't know.
3: The basketball was horrible. But when I watched it the second time... and. I I was kind of like In a mode where Yo this is a kids movie Even Ah. though I did not appreciate The the Notorious P.I.G Which only people of our age Would get So how much of a kids movie is it That's for you guys to decide But
2: but no no, It was a kids but, 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 But
3: that's all folks we're talking about the pig. <laughs>
1: you, I you doing Shots it, fired I, I across you, the bow. I thought you were doing that on purpose, my baby. Oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> uh, a part of me for stuttering for a second. Holy cow. That was amazing. Dude, yeah. that, that was, yeah. That it's was A good. little defensive about the movie I, there. I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that. A little fire. But look, but look yeah. yeah. Look, yes, it was a kids' movie technically, but they had to throw in some nostalgia in there for us old folks. You know what I mean? So that's why they did. That's why there was digs. I also didn't
3: like Don Cheadle. I like. I like yeah. the Lebron digs. They kind of are I, stereotypical.
2: I, I didn't. I mean, I, I think I they. There was just. Them He's not to, mean
3: enough. Don Cheadle's not a they, mean enough guy. They
2: were. They were. They were searching for some type of. Uh, uh, star power in that Danny, like DeVito,
3: Danny DeVito was perfect in the first one yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, I mean look I I will tell you this as far as like the goon squad is concerned I think it's cool because me and and my my crew at work we got nicknamed the goon squad so I will be purchasing some, <laughs> some shirts <laughs> I'll be purchasing uh some shirts my uh my one buddy that I work with the uh, a few weeks ago he came to me, and he, he, I said, hey, man, how, how was your evening? How was your weekend? He goes, oh, man, I didn't sleep good last night. I said, what happened? He goes, it was thunder outside. I was like, yo. I said, wait a minute. I said, you're a grown man. Are you telling me that you need a thunder buddy? A thunder buddy. And then, <laughs> and then another cat came from the factory, and he was sitting there like, yeah, man, I slept terrible. And he we was like, oh, I was like, hold up. Y'all are each other's thunder buddies. You just didn't there know There you it. go. So this is my plan. Come Christmas, I'm going to give him one of them big, dumb teddy bears and put a Goon Squad t-shirt on it and leave it as a chair at work. That's the place. Now, I got to remember it. <laughs> I can't remember that by <laughs> Christmas time. Write so it me. on your notes. But last
3: thing about Space Jam, I thought overall it had a good message for parents.
2: Good message. Absolutely.
1: I mean, get your, head, get your kids' heads out of the screens. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just, you know, love your kid. Not despite, everything you yes. want for your kid is maybe what they want. Right. Agreed. Like, 100% and You got to love them You got to encourage them If if your kid wants to build video games Instead of You know Play sports
2: Support God, God bless yeah. Support I, I, I think Being a parent And being a parent of someone Who is Is in that transitional phase Where they're just really Trying to find the way That they can express themselves Think about What you were like At that time Right like What the, you liked Parents and, forget And the I think the number one thing That parents Forget Like you said Right they try to impose what well, no, their picture. No, no I, we we all just want to be respected for what we are, right? When you're a little kid, you have a lot of thoughts in your head, too, that you don't say out loud. Oh, so yeah. So you have little, your opinions. Those usually get
1: you in trouble, though.
2: But, but mm. no. no, no I'm <laughs> Got saying, me in like, trouble. I think a lot of times is that we don't take... You seem we, like a trouble I was. We don't take enough time to listen to what the kids are actually saying and actually listen to what they're saying. And not no, just yes. Hear them. I agree. I think that's what it Agreed. is. We're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now that you're done talking about that, how we're going to do my thing. And I think that's a big part of it. So basically... Mike, you are correct. Listen to your kids. Respect what they're telling you, and really listen to them. Not yeah. just, don't just hear them. You yeah, know what I mean.
3: Yeah. So when the Oscars are being doled out, is uh, LeBron? No, 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 no. no. no, why, no why? Why no, would you? No. Why
2: would you ruin? That's it? how why? you ruin the that episode. That was the end of the show. You I know. I had to. On that note,
3: I had to. On
2: that note, it's all love. Is, that it's is love. it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. And don't forget to visit our new friends over at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Shout-out to our boy, Mike Logic, for being a guest host on our show. And shout-out to Ideal. The all-new episodes of the All-Net Podcast are available every other Monday when the NBA season, when the yeah. NBA season comes back. We'll take a couple of weeks
3: off. A couple of weeks. We got some things to do.
2: There you go. And don't forget to check out the Shine Native Radio Podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal. Throw MC in words, talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill spit. <laughs> Shout out to Road Nash and shout out to Panic for the beats we play on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your moment, merch and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at TrueShyFans on Twitter. That's at True CHI fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs with your stirring-the-pot ideas, your movie recommendations, and just tell us what you think about the show. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, you can reach us at truechicagosportsfans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z and Mike Logic, this is E-Rock. We will see you next week for episode 56. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah. yeah. Chill. Let's go
0: home. A few moments later.
2: You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego amigos.
5: That's off. I shouldn't have those (laughs) artichokes.